0: Welcome to It's Still Happening, the only podcast created to inspire and support women who are the first in their families to break generational patterns, raise the bar, and create the life you desire and deserve through ancestral healing. I'm your host, Ash Johns. I'm an author, guide, and creative.
1: And what I know for sure is we all have generational debris and generational superpowers within us that impact who we are, how we show up, and the quality of our lives. It's my hope that you both clear and connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally flows as a result, and step into your power and leadership as a creational woman modeling what's possible when we heal and grow from our roots. If you've always felt called to walk your own path in life and are ready to create a ripple effect in your world, you're in perfect company. And if you've been desiring to break barriers and know that the past, present, and future are always intertwined, you found this podcast in divine timing. This is your invitation to pull up a chair and get out your notebook as I teach lessons learned and insights emerging from walking my own path of
0: freedom. I hope to inspire you to do the same. Let's get into today's episode.
1: I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about today and to share with you all today and to document for myself today. I actually wrote all of that yesterday, the first day after the solar eclipse in Aries at 29 degrees, but I just didn't have the energy to record. And so now that it is Friday, just before 10 o'clock in the morning, the sun is shining, Ziggy and I have gone on our walk, I've got my decaf lavender latte, oat milk in hand, I just feel like being a vessel And let's see what comes through. Because after this morning's meditations, I was like, you know what? I don't know. I'm not convinced that we, me, you who's listening, needs anything extra at this time. You know, we might not need any additional information or agitation or guidance as we move through this eclipse portal. Now, I'm well aware that by the time this episode comes out next week, we would have gotten one week into this eclipse gate, right? Because we have the next eclipse coming through. I don't know the dates, I haven't checked, but I know that we've got about a couple weeks here <laughs> where we're going to be in eclipse energy moving through this one and the next one before we come out. And so When I tune into it and I see what the astrologers are saying, they're like, this is, this is the final sweep. This is such a moment. I can feel it even talking about it of like really pulling out the crutches and clearing out the stuff and stepping into who we really are and our next expression of self and our next versions of our business and our reorganization of our relationships Mm, that we've been working on. I know I've been moving through and working on for quite some time. And that we'll have another two-year period of settling into that new version of self and new experience of our lives, lifestyles, businesses, relationships, and of course, love and freedom. So yesterday was the first day of that energy. It was very intense for me. I always feel... The astrology earlier than when it actually occurs I think that's just because my astrological chart my like natal chart is so in sync with the normal natal chart and how my astrology works you know I just always feel it. and it was very turbulent personally I don't know about y'all I'd love to hear how it was for you but I'm also really excited because a sensation that I, I experience in my own life that makes me so unique to work with and to be around and in my energy is that I often hold the two opposite poles at one time, and there's so much nuance in that it's not so black and white. Ooh, this is going to be a good episode. I can feel it right now. I feel the sensation and hold the experience of being both grounded and rooted, but also expansive and in flow. I hold both the structure and the legacy and the plan and the strategy, but also the heart and the love and the inclusion and the understanding and the compassion and so because i'm always anchored in both of these polar poles essentially there's a lot of range in the experience of my life that allows me to meet you where you are in your own becoming journey in your own path of breaking personal and generational patterns so that you can really truly rise into the human the woman the man that you've always felt that you were and were called to be. And I know this is going to be good because as we climb into this episode and I'm like, where are we going? I'm starting to feel activations in my body. Ziggy is even like inching up closer to me. So he's feeling the energy and I'm even experiencing a little bit of emotion and tenderness in my eyes as we get into this. So I think this is going to be edifying for all of us who are here.
0: Hey, it's Ash. I just wanted to pop in really quick and share a sweet opportunity with you. If you're enjoying this episode of It's Still Happening So Far, I have a hunch you'll want the supporting materials I've specially created to complement today's topic and make this message real for you and in your life. I know there is a power in storytelling, and podcasts do in fact save lives. But I also know it's so easy for information to come into our ears but not quite settle in our systems. It's always through a deeper personal inquiry, practice, and embodiment that takes inspiration and knowledge to the next level, the level of transformation that's unique to you and your path. That's why I created Access. It's a month-to-month inner circle community where I share meditations, prompts, tools, and exercises to help you work each episode of It's Still Happening for yourself and with my presence nearby. And when you join Access, you're getting more than just the exercises. You're stepping into initiating your next level of power and capacity in your freedom journey as a creational woman doing ancestral healing for herself, her family, and her future. I show up in the space to teach transmissions I don't offer anywhere else and answer your specific questions from the episode and in your life. Consider Access to be a living study and being hall for us, and it's only $18 a month. To join the access community, visit ashleyjohns.com backslash access, or click the link in the show notes for immediate access. I can't wait to welcome you inside. Okay, back to this episode. See you soon. So I just
1: want to pause and say that if you have been moody or foggy or sensitive and heightened, you know, we've also stepped into mercury retrograde as of today and by all means, y'all, if you don't know this and you're a new listener, welcome, welcome. Those of you who do know me know that I'm not an astrologer, but I have been living by the planets and the astrological transits for at least the last eight years. Like I plan my life, I plan my business. And even when I'm not paying attention to what the astrologers are saying, I'm so in tuned with them that i will live my life and then go back to some of the reports or the readings or astrological projections and see how what i was doing was completely in alignment with what's happening right and what the predictions or projections were so just a little insight on that i don't want to ever present myself as something that i'm not and shout out to the astrologers i have followed and worked with for years such as chani nicholas i've been on her email list since god knows when i think i was in college And also Anthony, he's on my Instagram, is really great. I recently met him and worked with him and really, really loved how he delivers his work and all the other little tidbits of, you know, astrology we pick up on social media. So shout out to those who are devoted to that occupation, that path, that gift and that guidance to be conduits for those of us who feel it and are curious about it and know that it's a beautiful method of experiencing life as humans on this planet. And as I say that, I want to point out something. Um, I've been noticing and also quite triggered by the amount of people who don't give credit when credit is due. And so I was like, gosh, if that's bothering me, it means that I need to do even more of that and be an example, like model what that's like to actually shout people out, like actually comment, like actually share, like actually hint, hint, leave a review, (laughs) if you're enjoying and what someone is saying resonates and it's interesting that that came up because lately when I've been getting a download or, or experiencing something as soon as I open up social media which as you guys know I'm in a bit of a hiatus right now but I'll just check a little bit and, and you know scroll slightly <laughs> every time I do that the first one or two posts are literally about what I'm experiencing and I find that to be so fascinating of like again, how energetically connected we are. And you don't even have to be saying something, you know, because everyone, we all talk about how this technology and AI is listening to us and the microphones on our phones and the video cameras, and that's how they're feeding us. But your vibration alone will either show you where you are, whether that's what you want or don't want. And it also will affirm what you are experiencing to help you further take that medicine and so I was like whoa this is such a confirmation because yesterday right before going to bed I kind of something happened where I picked up my phone and um the first post on Facebook was of a teacher of mine resharing something she wrote like two years ago about feminine graciousness and how we all slip into this hungry unrightful, because I can't think of another word right now, experience of overconsumption without giving respect and honoring the originator of something or where we heard something, right? Because it's hard to even claim originator because we're all creating under the guise of God and the universe and the spirits that be and the ancestors and all the things. But if someone has said something and has taught you something or connected to you in some way, and you go and share it, or you even can just consume it, maybe you don't even share it, you consume it, and it marinates in your spirit, but you can't give a word of appreciation, make a comment of acknowledgement, repost it and let their work actually vibrate out into the world through you, as they have allowed the message and the word to come through them to share with you. That is something, right? Like that is such a phenomenon. It's such a phenomenon that we would eat and not allow the fruit of that edification to then vibrate off of us into others so that we keep passing the torch but yet and here comes the contrast you guys know that I teach in this way but yet we'll go around and say fuck the patriarchy and they're extracting from women and they're extracting from the earth and All this stuff, when we're still sitting here under the same spell, under the same survival patterns, under the same uh, unloving, unexpansive, you know, lack mentality, mm, you know, and I just want to call that out because I'm looking at it in myself and I want to experience that differently. And I even have teachers who they were just like, you you get into the work and it magnetizes through you and it's absorbed in your spirit so quickly. I've never seen anyone who learns and who apprentices as you do. It's such a devotion. And I was like, I think it's because I truly am in awe of the people that I get to learn from and that I'm always like praising them and thanking them for sharing their work when I'm in their containers. And even when I'm not around them, I hold such reverence for them in my heart and in my spirit that it's easy for me to be fully open, you know?
0: But what makes this so
1: tragic is also when we women do it to other women. Right? When we're like scratching at the doors of need and desire and hunger and searching for connection and clarity and power and and yet When we come to another woman's door or we're allowed in her chambers and her wisdom is overpouring, we consume and then don't reciprocate or don't honor or don't praise or don't love on and adore and appreciate. If that's not a wound of the feminine, a wound of the maternal, a wound that's expressed as entitlement, I don't know what is, you know? And so even when I've been looking at some of these episodes that I have like batched some points that I want to share, I've been like, hmm, am I doing this to serve others? Or am I doing this for me? And I'll be honest with you all, and honest with myself, it's funny that I would even say it that way, based on what I'm about to say next. I am definitely in a period of turning 180 back to this work being for me, this podcast being for me, the things I write are for me and my need to express, my need to see truly who I am out in the world. Whether no one ever downloads this podcast ever again, (laughs) or you after you listen to this episode, you're like, "Mm, yeah, unsubscribe. It doesn't really even matter anymore. You know, early in my like guiding career, Cause again I've never ever truly identified with the energy of coaching it was just an easier way for people to identify with me and understand something what they were going to experience by working with me <laughs> but I found this website that takes you back to like the first versions of your website it's captured versions of your website over the years and I went back to like 2015 2016 and read the words that I had and I was like oh my god what I was doing and what I was writing back then resonates now even more with me now than it did them. It was like, you know, they say out of the mouth of babes, you know, like I had so much wisdom that was old and ancient because I've always been an old soul, but I hadn't fully embodied it yet. And so what I was saying was true. But the confidence to hold it in my physicality wasn't there. And so I was in service. I was like, I will serve people. I will help you with your business. I will help reflect back to you and guide you to what you're creating. And then we went through a journey of diving really deep into the healing, into the codes of your lineage and your ancestry, and all the energy clearings and all of like the initiations into your path and like. There was a departure from the expression of who I am into even more service, but from a familial family alchemy expression. And now I'm feeling myself coming out of that. I mean, it truly is a feminine experience, like divine feminine experience. The feminine way is always like, what's the desire? What's the illumination? Tell me something so I understand and I feel safe. And now I'm going to go deep into the underworld. (laughs) transmute the ugliest stuff ever into beauty go into the void and reseed something new reform something new remember something new and then bring those bones to the surface to create what i really want and i i feel that experience happening it's a large scale it's both large and small scale because i'm experiencing it day to day in my personal life and in the transformation of the business and I'm looking at it in the larger macro scale of my whole entire business and life journey, like the evolution of my womanhood, you know? And so this is the reason why, okay, I get to express and share here. Like I'm just not interested in sharing the wisdom of who I am and the magic that I carry and I'm here to share with the world, expressing that in a way that is just fast consumption. It just feels like such a disrespect to the lineage of who I am. Not the lineages that I come from, but the lineage of who I am. That's such an interesting expression, but that's the way that I'm feeling it. And what's so interesting is the expression of wisdom right now on social media and online not only is it quick, quick, fast, fast, teach, teach, tell, tell, consume, consume, it's also only speaking to most often the mental gate, the psychology, the mentality. And where I operate and what I want to call those who feel connected to me to drop into is more of our heart and our flesh and our essence, our energy. The vibration of who you are that is creating the material expressions of your life. And I feel that it's important for me to use all these words to try to invoke an energetic experience that just saying, "Mm, we're going to go in the divine feminine journey to manifest. Like, again, those words just collapse and flatten the truth and the depth and the multidimensionality of this journey and of who I am and what I want to do and what I'm here to share and how I actually be. <laughs> so there is this feeling of we're all longing to move forward and retuning into the depths of who we truly are and what this new gate of our lives is going to yield us as we move through the threshold of this eclipse and some of us can't fully articulate it for me i am feeling it and i happen to have access to a lot of words that can paint a picture but still at the end of the day english is such a limiting language however my heart and the energy i carry is just speaks languages this planet has never even heard before you know what i mean i had a recent conversation with someone where he was describing this feeling of knowing and experiencing reflections of his truth, like who he is and how he's a leader and people wanting him to work for him and and, and like lead things and they trust him and he's amazing and his character, right? Who he truly is. But yet he keeps experiencing this feeling of being disconnected. And that's how he described it. And um, through that disconnection, he feels disempowered to create or to take action or to move because he's looking for that confirmation or that reconnection. So there's an energy of stagnation going on. and I was like, God, I, I understand what you're saying. He keeps saying he doesn't know how to describe it or what to do. And I was like, gosh, I I get that. And like I said, one of my gifts is that I've always been a translator and I walk with the ability to see the layers of a situation. And so within our 29-minute chat, I was able to share with him not only the real issue that was going on and kind of, you know, part the seas a little bit or clear the fog and the forest so he can, you know, move forward, but I also was able to assign language to his experience in a way that created validation and also acceptance of what is. And I know having lived on this earth for 36 years and been deeply in spiritual healing, alchemical processes, personal development, ancestral ways of growth and change and all the things, is that acceptance truly is the first step to change. If you want something to be different, you have to accept what is, otherwise you won't really know how to navigate it. And I personally struggle with that a lot. I always assumed and felt that acceptance was like being okay with what is and i'm like i'm not okay with what is i want to obliterate what is (laughs) and it took me to stop fighting that to be like oh wait i do need to see this for what it is and be okay with what it is so that i can get in it and start to i don't want to use the word manipulate but influence a transformative process into what i do want to experience or what i do want to have so Online, we often see what he was going through and where he was at in the language of being quote unquote stuck. And I remember having a conversation with someone else. I was doing a podcast interview a couple months ago. And the girl was like, yeah, I don't ever say the words stuck or block because there is no such thing. And I was like, you're right. At the level of universal spiritual law and the energetics of this planet, There is no such thing. However, in the experience of our mind, our body, and our cultural and ancestral, and even past life experiences that we are still holding on to that's still clogging up our energy field, it is an experience of blockage. It is an experience of repetitive patterns. Because we haven't accessed the energetic freedom, the energies, and energetic causeways if you will and channels yeah that allow us to see the infinite potential and the infinite access we actually have through our existence and so you know at the highest levels of this game we play as humans and energetic beings there are no rules right women quote unquote are feminine and masculine men are masculine and feminine like we can be up and down and every it's never about the action it's always about the energetics Beneath it and underneath it. And so part of this experience that I am going through that you guys get to have a peek into through this podcast is returning back to those energetic spiritual truths that I've always walked with, carried and had access to, as opposed to it only being labeled as ancestral healing, right, or life coaching or conscious business like fuck the labels which has always been an issue for me anyway (laughs) you know some of you have been on calls with me and I'm like what are you afraid of and you're like that I'm unworthy I'm like are you truly in your mind saying I'm unworthy I don't deserve this or are you saying I don't believe I can actually get it it'll be too hard who's gonna give it to me I have to do this in order to get that like actually say the true experience instead of putting these fucking labels on things because the labels is really again only speaking to the mental gate and our minds are so motherfucking smart our mind will latch onto a label and think that we understand shit and we bust through and we're walking in the same motherfucking shit (laughs) i love our minds but they are full of circles and flips and brilliance and dumbness. (laughs) You know what I mean? I catch myself in it all the time. So anyway, getting back to this experience with this particular person, and maybe some of you are listening to this because I needed to share that because you're going through, you know, a moment of being like, what is up and what is down, you know? And that's okay. I think a lot of us are moving through the transition of what is occurring on this planet and in our psyches. We're not separated at all. So yesterday I spent five hours in a coffee shop doing what others would think is was absolute nothingness. <laughs> and I came home and showered. I watched the JLo documentary on Netflix because that documentary along with the Kanye West one are my go to's whenever I need to like feel something again, when I need to reconnect with who I am and the groups of people I feel have a similar soul calling and what i mean by that is like people who are meant to have an impact people who are meant to be iconic people who are meant to have other people speaking about them in major important rooms i've always felt that i walked with that energy and so these types of documentaries help me to tap back into that when i feel like i'm just floating down the river and can't get to the banks you know i watch these when i need to reconnect with why i do what i do Which, by the way, why never really motivates me. It's not, you know, again, being an ex-marketing person, an advertising person. Everyone has read the books and stuff by Simon Sinek. Start with why. It's a very masculine approach to serving and proving and doing and chasing all these things outside of you, which is what the masculine is supposed to do, whether you are male, female, other, right? Regardless to your sex and or your gender, if you are driven by the masculine gate, serving people and having a why makes sense. However, if you are coming into being a whole woman, a whole feminine woman at that, a woman who is balancing both her masculine and feminine energies and is here to be just as much as she does, in fact, be more than what she does, then it's really about reconnecting to who you are and how you feel and what you believe, and where you go, not why. The why is always for pleasure, for love, for beauty. (laughs) That's it. When we move away from being in the why, we stop people-pleasing, we stop overgiving, we stop mothering, we stop abandoning ourselves. All of that stuff starts to dissipate. So when I say reconnect to my why, I was like, God, I just love the feeling of creativity. I love the feeling of, Mm, ripple effect and expression like that's why to be expressed in the world is more than enough i don't give a flying fuck who likes it there's somebody in this world who's going to resonate with what you're doing and why you're doing it which is for beauty and for love for me and arguably i would say freedom the experiences of those values yeah I watch those documentaries to remember my power. I watch those documentaries to feel seen and understood in my journey even though I'm literally just watching the TV and the TV's watching me, but there's something that happens in that. And maybe that's what this podcast also does. You know, when I when I pull the curtain back a little bit more and I talk the way that I'm speaking and sharing in this particular episode, I'm hoping that it does inspire and ignite and encourage and call you forward in your own path. And again, going back to that website that I found that was showing my old website from like 2016, I had this amazing quote. Like I was like, God, Ash, you're so poetic. You're such an incredible writer. Because what I wrote was essentially the sense of like, I live my life out loud and in living color, an accumulation of all my experiences to this day from healing, personal development and creating. And I share this so that by doing so, may it inspire you to walk your own path of freedom and live your life out loud. And if we do, may we both like be in our purposes in this earth or something like that. Like it was so poetic and I was like, God damn girl, where did that go? That expression, like how I write, like I know some of my spiritual lineages go back to like Sufism and I'm connected to Rumi and like all of these mystic writers and like, oh when I go back and write some of the things I've written in the past, I'm like, God damn, how do we tune back into that? And I, I believe that I'm in that transitionary period as I'm working on this book, If I'm, as I'm slowing down, as I'm pulling away from all these external energies, I just need to be in the creational cave. And that's an interesting transition, considering that everything right now It's still about being out there and yelling and telling and the money and and, 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 and all this fucking noise. I was just like, God, can I trust myself to do the Homer Simpson and just fade into the bushes? And on the other side is my beautiful Narnia, where I get to express and create and send it back through the bushes out into the world to just be. And if you find yourself. If my words that I'm sharing with you is inspiring or igniting or illuminating the fact that you're in that your own version of that process too, or that you need to allow yourself to surrender into that process too, then by gone it, we're in it together. I have, I've been taking like a major inventory of everything I've ever created since 2015 to now. And I've been like, wow, girl, I don't need to make a damn thing. I just need to write freely and reorganize some things and share all these fucking videos I never released or only people in the program have seen or who purchase earlier versions of programs like there's so much content there's no need for anything new at this point point. and I almost find that to be like such a moment of arrival in our journeys where it's like there is no new there is no new but can I honor what has been and what has been shared and allow it to marinate Deeper into my body, metabolize into my field so that I can get to know the medicine in a different way and let it minister to my existence and the way that is needed right now. So, oftentimes, what's really clogging up our energy field isn't even what we think. It's not that we need more, it's not that we've been severed. We just need to slow down and accept what is where we're at as we move through this transformational process, even though we feel the flames of transition, the ring of fire of birth, you know, we feel that emergent energy and we're ready to like spit fire go. I know I am. I have quite beautiful Aries placements in my chart. I'm a quick start. I'm a visionary. I love to just be inspired into even my human design supports this. Like when I'm inspired, let's go and let's get it done. I'm not a marathon runner. I am a sprinter. We run this really fast. We birth it, we go, you know, So when it comes to us women on this healing, becoming, and creational journey, it's not what we don't have, but rather our disconnection from reality, rather our, I don't want this reality, so I'm just going to go off into efforting, pushing, manipulating, ignoring, trying to see it differently instead of, again, accepting what is so that we can then go through and descend down into the dark transformational void and create in the unknown, we will always come back up to the glittering, beautiful surface. Again, as a triple Pisces, you know, I'm rocking with the dolphin energy. Dive deep, come back up. It's so majestic when it's on the surface. Those things are killers when they're underwater. It's never about the fear of the experience. As I talk about descending into the darkness and being in the void and moving through the transition, It's not fear, quote unquote, big F. It's actually the vulnerability required to overcome your true fear. So it's not fear itself. You guys have heard me say this. If you haven't here, I'm going to tell you. Whenever you're saying, I'm afraid, oh, it's fear. Like, I'm like, what's going on? Why aren't you going after what you want? Why aren't you creating what you want? Oh, it's fear. I'm afraid. And I'm like, no, afraid of what? Fear is actually an experience, not a noun. We have identified in our culture and society of fear being a noun, like a thing, but it is really the experience of something bigger. For example, I fear the backlash I will get. I fear what people will say, that it's going to be negative talk about me. I fear someone is going to take my idea. I fear I'll make a lot of money and lose a lot of money. I fear he will hurt my heart if I open I fear my mom won't love me. I fear my idea will be wrong and I will be embarrassed. I fear not having enough. I fear struggling and failing if I pursue this. Like that's truly what you're fearing. It's not fear, (laughs) which is why every personal development process, program, course, or ceremonial journey guide you to get intimate with your fears. The truth of what you're fearing and to overcome what you're fearing, not to stop experiencing fear. The experience of fear is just letting you know what we're healing, what we're transmuting, what we're overcoming, what has been continually passed on in your lifetimes and in your lineages that you get to be the pattern breaker on. Things that get me to identify what's really clogging up my energy field, right? To really identify what those bigger, deeper fears are so I can dive deep into them accept what is and then transmute them is looking for the energy infiltrators in my life that create the experiences and the emotions I don't want to be having. And so that I can create like a hard reset or just deeply sink into it so that it transmutes itself. So I really look at where I'm spending my time, who I'm surrounded by, what environment I'm in, the stories I'm telling myself, and the identity that I'm clinging on to. Those are the five things. And I don't want to give too much into that because again, we're in this eclipse energy and I want to just express myself and let's see what happens as we move through these next few weeks. If you do want some support on shifting your energy and looking at what's going on in this eclipse portal for you, not from a telling, but from an experiential perspective, I have dropped some resources for you inside of Access. As you know, it's a month to month. You know, you just sign up and get the resources I've prepared for you from these episodes of the podcast. And when you sign up, you get access to all the episode resources. So, you know, if there's any other episodes you've listened to and you've been like, oh, I should do that extra. I want to explore a little bit more. Then definitely sign up for access. In this episode, there is a fear inventory activity around your beliefs and your thoughts. There is a release and reclaim guided meditation for you. You can, of course, sign up for the Make Space Challenge. It's my longest running challenge for seven days. I've had like thousands of people sign up for that and love it. And or you can also sign up to join me in retreat in Mexico over U.S. Labor Day weekend, August 31st through September 3rd. It's four days and three nights together, helping you come into a new environment so you can elevate into the woman. Yes, it's a women's retreat the woman that you are always called to be and are you are ready to embody. So definitely check out the details about the Elevating Woman Retreat and all the other goodies inside of Access. I believe that right now is a great time to get clear about what your heart desires are, what your reoccurring patterns of limitation are, and that you are going to get aligned and move forward when we are released out of this eclipse portal that we are in. And that we're going to commit to the next two years of truly integrating, understanding, embodying, and rebirthing ourselves into our next expressions. I know that's what I most definitely will be doing and have been preparing to do for the last two years. (laughs) So it's been a very long, amazing, abundant process. And I'm just honored that I get to have the tools and the technology to express myself and allow my life to minister and bless and inspire yours. Definitely take care of yourself. I know that I will be, I have been and will continue to be, as we're still in this eclipse bubble until May 5th. And then we have officially stepped into the Taurus season. So I don't know, I love how like volatile <laughs> and rough this closing of Aries season has been. And that we get to slide right into the comfort and the practicality, right? The pragmatic approach of like what do i need to be well of Taurus season so lots of ease and integration and great comforting care thank you for joining me for this episode i really would love to see some reviews some expressions of appreciation some adorations if you feel called otherwise may you continue to walk your path in life with courage and compassion lots of love
0: That's a wrap for this episode of It's Still Happening. Thank you for listening in and being a part of my journey. It means so much to me. Here's what's next. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode. So leave a review about it before you go. And afterwards, make sure that you rate, subscribe if you aren't already, and share this podcast on social media. You can find me on Instagram at ashinspires. And if you'd like to connect on a deeper level, check out my website
1: and hop on my email list. All the links you need are in the show notes. Until next time, may you continue walking your unique path of freedom with conviction, courage, and compassion. I'm sending you love wherever you are.